0: superhumanize accelerated evolution welcome to superhumanize i'm your host ariana summer and today we're talking about a topic that while seemingly simple holds the key to unlocking profound shifts in our mental physical and spiritual well-being It's about the words we whisper to ourselves in moments of doubt, the phrases we use to push through the last mile of a marathon, or the mantra we repeat to keep our focus sharp during a day packed with back-to-back meetings. I'm talking about positive affirmations, those powerful tools in our arsenal for personal transformation and peak performance that too often get overlooked. Joining us is manifestation influencer and motivational speaker, Candice Nikea, whose recent book, Affirmations for Manifestation, features 365 affirmations focusing on positivity, building self-love, and changing your life by practicing devotional-style daily affirmations. A book that is not just meant to be read, but to be experienced, challenging you to reflect on your inner dialogue, and to transform it into a catalyst for personal growth and success. Join us for actionable strategies to harness the power of affirmations in our daily lives, as well as insights into the science of habit formation and the psychology of self-talk. This is a conversation about the art of living a life aligned with your highest aspirations. Candice, welcome to the Superhumanized podcast. What a pleasure to connect with you today. Thanks so much for having me. You have had quite a journey also from a small town in Indiana to now being in LA and all the work you are doing, inspiring a large audience, a book author, and doing all kinds of amazing things as a speaker. So can you give us a little bit bird's eye view of your trajectory?
1: Yes, thank you so much for that introduction. Yes, I came here to Los Angeles almost 12 years ago, and I studied fashion here in Los Angeles after college, and I realized that things weren't going well for me when I wasn't getting the energy and the connections like I thought I would when you come from a small town where everybody knows you and it's easy to connect with people. I just thought I would come to LA and it would happen for me again there. I got a great awakening when I realized that it's a little harder to connect with people. And I really needed to focus on what I wanted in life. And things like that through a lot of difficulty, a lot of rejections from jobs and opportunities. I came to a conclusion that I was not grateful for even like the small things in my life. And my parents actually told me to watch that movie, The Secret. Yeah. (laughs) And that's when everything changed for me. I began to start being grateful for even the little things in my life. I would go through a green light when driving and say thank you. Being able to have a glass of or a cup of coffee in the morning saying thank you. Even the smallest things. And as I'm sure you know, that when you start that journey of gratitude, it just keeps expanding. One thing you say you're grateful for, and then you find 10 other things, and then you find another 10 things. It became actually really fun for me, like a little challenge for myself. Today, I'm not gonna wake up complaining. I'm gonna wake up grateful. Just making that commitment to myself. And things just started shifting in my life. I started getting better opportunities for my work. I became a fashion blogger and that became a full time job for me. I connected with a lot of different friends and coworkers and things like that. And just because of that commitment to gratitude, I saw a complete shift in my life. And about two or three years ago, I decided to start talking about what I do in my spirituality life. So I would I started talking about my affirmations and what affirmations I say on a daily basis. And I started talking about that on my social medias. And even though I've been all about fashion, all about style and designers and all these things, people really connected to those affirmations. And that part of me just opening up to that spiritual part of me. And I was very pleased that I was scared, of course, because I had only been talking about fashion and beauty, skincare and all these things. But correlating that with affirmations and spirituality really connected with people. So I started an Instagram, a second Instagram called Daily Affirmations with Candace. And from there, things just started evolving. I started a YouTube channel about manifestation. I started becoming a coach for manifestation weekend engagements, things like that. And now I've written my first book with Simon & Schuster and Adwa's Media, and it's all about affirmation. So it has been a long journey, but it has been a great journey at the same time.
0: Thank you for sharing your journey with us, Candace. And I think it's just so beautiful and so inspiring to hear about how a shift in Perception, how creating a state change, which you initiated by really focusing on gratitude, by focusing on being in the now, being aware and being grateful for what is, how that actually caused a shift. And so I think so many of us can relate to this. We find ourselves in situations in life where things may not be working out in the way that we thought they should And once we take the focus off of the things that we don't like and don't want and actually put the focus where our focus goes, the energy flows, we put it on what we already have. And I know this has been said to so many, to us so often, oh, but your life is wonderful compared to the lives of so many other people, but actually actively be in this state and then in this flow of gratitude that can become like in your example literally life altering and you get into this place where you're not only grateful but you actually manifest other things to be grateful for simply by being in that vibration and that frequency so The concept of manifestation is central in your teachings, Candice. And how do you explain this concept to someone who may still be skeptical about it? I'm not. I'm totally down with it. But how do you explain it to people who are like, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so this is a great question because obviously there are people who don't see how it is real or if it works or anything like that. And I always try to get someone to really think about their feelings. Mm -hmm. So I ask them, what is something that you want or something you want to do? Ask yourself right now, how would it feel to have it? Would you feel content? Would you feel excited? Would you feel relieved? Would you feel scared? Getting in those feelings is going to shift you into manifesting what you desire. So when you think about your past, what were my feelings when I came to L.A.? I was scared, I was nervous, but I was confident in myself, all these things. That all manifested into me staying long-term here in LA. So I always tell someone to connect with your feelings. And that's going to open your heart to what manifesting really is. Because how you feel about something is how it turns out to be. And we all can control our feelings. I know a lot of times we feel like we can't. But we can, we have that power. So I always tell someone, tap into your feelings and let's go from there. And then we can go into the deeps of manifestation, the techniques and the Abraham Hicks and all those things. But connect to your feelings first and see how that works for you.
0: Mm -hmm. And how do you support somebody who, let's say, okay, they tap into their feelings and then they realize that, once they peel back the layers about something that they actually want, that the feelings surrounding this desire are actually quite mucky or even, I don't really like the term, but let's use it because people will understand what we mean, that the feeling can be, quote, negative or just darker or have a level of intensity that they're not comfortable with. How do you guide somebody through that?
1: Yeah, so I would probably say, If you are feeling yucky or negative about something, maybe that's not a true desire for you. And just to get real with yourself, people think, oh, I really want to get married. I really want to have kids, but they may have fears about that commitment. So come back to yourself. What is it truly that you want? Is it companionship with yourself? Is it healing with love? Is it all these things? So it's not about, if you can have it or if you can't have it, it's connecting again with that feeling and going back to yourself and saying, what is it truly that I want or need or desire? And when you look at anything in life, if you look at something like, oh, I want a new car or I want a relationship, things like that. There's a whole bunch of different cars. There's a whole bunch of different types of relationships be specific on what you desire and that will control your feelings i think the feelings get negative because the expansion of it all becomes very intimidating yes i want love but what kind of relationship do you want do you want a provider do you want a companion do you want a power couple situation be specific on truly what you want and even with anything with manifesting It takes time. You have to sit down, get a piece of paper, write down your feelings, write down what you desire. Take some time out of your day to do it. When we live in this, we live in a very busy lifestyle, all of us. We're doing this. We have to go here. We have to do this. We want to watch this show. We're always moving and grooving. So if we take some time to just, okay, I'm going to take the next 30 minutes for about the 30 minutes, and I'm going to focus on my needs and wants and my desires. And you're going to feel so much better when you give yourself time to just breathe and expand and just think about all the different things you want and be specific with them. You're going to feel so much better about your desires.
0: 100% Candace. And I think a lot of us have actually never taken the time to sit down and reflect on what it is that we truly want. It's certainly not something that we are taught at school. In most of our cases, most of our parents have not sat us down and asked us, what is it you truly want to create in this or that part of your life? So a lot of us move through life and we think we have certain desires, but the desires may not even be our own. They may be societal expectations or, you know, you may think you want a marriage and the white picket fence and the dog and the two kids. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's your true desire, that's a beautiful thing. However, many people have never even asked themselves, what kind of a as you said, be specific. What kind of a relationship do I actually want? Do I even want this type of relationship? Do I want a relationship at all? Or is it just you feel compelled to do to fit into what I have been taught is the norm. And then, of course, you also mentioned that expansion can be uncomfortable. We like to stay within our comfort zone, oftentimes growth requires us to be okay with moving through some uncomfortable feelings and even situations. Our brain is hardwired to keep us within the comfort zone. That's where we're saved. That's where we've survived so far. Mm-hmm. So to know that and then to also acquire the the tools and the skill set to navigate through that, I think is really crucial as well. So the things we want to manifest, these beautiful visions, to to know that and to know how to support ourselves getting there. And that's also where I think the power of daily affirmations really comes in. And that's something you emphasize, of course, in your book. And yeah. I'd love to know, Candace, for you personally, what is one affirmation that you live by and that has totally transformed your life?
1: Yeah, so there's two affirmations that I say all the time. And the first one it's everything is always working out for me. I love that one because it's even in the hard times, that is working out for me in the end. Even when I feel disappointed or I feel excited, everything is working out for me. It just gives me that feeling of releasing it to the higher power. Because everything is working out for me. I don't need to control anything. I don't need to get upset. I don't need to wonder, why m- not me? Why isn't this happening for me? Everything is happening for me. Everything is working out for me. And the second one I love to say is what <laughs> let me can that no, everything is working out for me. I just love that one. It just gets in my spirit. But the second one is something good is about to happen to me. But if you are ever in a situation where you feel like things aren't working out for you, you feel like every day feels like a battle, say to yourself, something good is about to happen to me. Something good, something great, something amazing, something extraordinary is about to happen to me. So that just puts you in that energy that, mindset that yeah of course something good is about to happen to me of course me and it connects to that everything is always working out for me as well so I love those two I tell everybody to say those because it I feel it automatically shifts your energy when you say those two affirmations
0: Yes, those are beautiful. And your book, of course, is a rich source of motivation and inspiration. What was actually your process in selecting and refining the 365 affirmations included in your book?
1: Yeah, so the cool thing about my book is that every day you get a new affirmation, but the affirmations are 300 words each. So you are getting a whole paragraph of information and in, and. In energy and words that will connect you to whatever you are going through. And what I also like about my book is that you don't have to take it day by day one, day two, day three. You can flip it open and find something inspiring. If you want to manifest more prosperity in your life, there is a section about that and there's a whole affirmation about that. If you want to manifest just a good day for yourself, more gratitude like we talked about earlier, There are several affirmations like that. So it's not just one sentence every day. It is a full, in-depth, lots of words, a lot of goodies every single day for you to read and feel that shift in your life.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that's uh, I love that. I love that you get like a mini course in yes. of the affirmations. That's beautiful. the The work that you've been doing, what you've been putting forth online also to your community, it there seems to be a profound understanding also of the impact of limiting beliefs on our lives. And I'd like to know, could you share your insights on how? then begin to recognize our own limiting beliefs, especially those that are really deeply ingrained.
1: Yes. Limiting beliefs, obviously, they defer you from your desires. To connect with your limiting beliefs, ask yourself, why you have your desire, ask yourself, why do I feel like I can't achieve this? And right away, you will have a list of your limiting beliefs. Ask yourself, why do I feel like I'm not deserving of this? There you go. There are your limiting beliefs. And to shift those limiting beliefs, say, I don't feel like I deserve love. That is an affirmation. Those are negative affirmations. Shift it to the positive affirmations. I am worthy and deserving of all love, genuine love. Those transition you out of your limiting beliefs, but it is a process. It is a process to remove limiting beliefs. So don't beat yourself up if you were going great for two days and then the third day you are back in those limiting beliefs. Something happened to you. Someone says something to you. You got rejected from something or something didn't work out and so you're back to your limiting beliefs. That's okay. You've you've gotten your affirmations that you're supposed to say to yourself and just go from there. It is a process. Even I have limiting beliefs that I have to continually say, that's not for me, this is for me. We all have it, but don't beat yourself up. If I know a lot of people beat themselves up if they think negative or I shouldn't think that way. Oh my goodness, why did I do that? It's okay, we're all human. This is where you go into your gratitude. What are some things you're grateful for? Okay, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for that. That will shift your energy and get you out of that limiting mindset as well.
0: 100%. And I think you said something that's really crucial, and that is to acknowledge that many of these limiting beliefs have been so deeply ingrained for us for so many years or even decades, and to give ourselves grace when they pop up again. And also to, I think, a tool that I find very helpful and that I also I use with the people who I mentor is when they write out a list, basically a living list of the limiting beliefs, as you go through your day and you get better and better at catching them. And then just then with each of these limiting beliefs to actually ask yourself, is this always true? Like you would say I have uh, a, an incredible woman who, one of her limiting beliefs is I'm too shy to do that. I'm shy to reach for the things that she'd actually love to achieve in life. So I I invited her to consider whether that's always true. Is she always shy? Is she shy around her children? Is she shy when she is uh, in front of the camera modeling? Is she shy when she's hosting her birthday party? So, all no, actually not. So once you start putting little cracks into these limiting beliefs, because oftentimes we they're such absolutes in our subconscious and then also our conscious. Do this. I am not that. Right. That's when they start softening. And that's when, you know, with all this other good tools and work like affirmations, we can really actually cause an identity shift. And move away from the identity that doesn't serve us anymore that hurts us that keeps us stuck yeah. it's the identity of the, the person who we actually want to be and that's already inside of us all we need to do is just uncover that right
1: we do absolutely and it's very connected to what you said that shadow work where you told as a child that you were shy and then you put that label on yourself but it's We have to go back to those days. We have to go back to that shadow work. And limiting beliefs definitely come from childhood and teenage years and things like that. They come from a lot of things. But when we get down to it, to the shadow work, and we figure out, okay, is it always true that I'm shy? I love that you said that. No, it's not. It's not always true. And then you come to realize, wait, I'm not shy. 95% of my time, I'm not shy. So I'm not shy. (laughs) And then how
0: can you take the not shyness or actually that self-confident energy, that happy energy that you have in all kinds of different situations, and how can you maybe pull that into the situations where you're not as comfortable, quote, shy or shy? There's so many beautiful ways we can work on that, and I found that if you look at all these different limiting beliefs, and oh gosh, I still, I have worked on plenty. I every day I discover there's still oh. something in there. So that's uh, you know, we are works of art and progress, so yes, to speak. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think that all these limiting beliefs are in essence rooted in very few core beliefs. Obviously, the one that and some of us have one of them. Some of us have all of them. I certainly have carried all of them. Sure. Just, I don't myself. The there's sure. something wrong with me. I'm not worth it, or I'm not lovable. And then, um, yeah, it's available, but not for me. Yeah, other people can have that, or achieve that. But right.
1: I I all the same.
0: Yeah, and so once we be even getting clarity on that, I think can cause such a shift and help. Oh, Yeah. And you also in your work, you often encourage a shift from negative to positive thinking. How do you distinguish between simply positive thinking and genuinely transforming a limiting belief?
1: Yeah. So I think like it's that awareness, like you were saying, that awareness of these are my negative thoughts and these thoughts don't feel good. So, I need to create some thoughts that do feel good. So, I feel like that is the shift. It goes back to that feeling. So, if you say something to yourself, does it, how does it feel? If it doesn't feel good, then we need to get rid of that. We need to get rid of those words. Words are so powerful. So, shift that into something that makes you feel good. I always tell people that. If it makes you feel good, obviously, if it's not hurting anyone, anything like that. But if it if you feel good about you talk to people about your desires or what you're working on, if that feels good, continue because you're connecting to a higher being. You're connecting to higher energy when you are doing what you love and feels good to you like your podcast. I know I'm sure having a podcast and connecting with people feels so good. So you continue it. And that is just shifting your energy for more opportunities to make you feel good. And I tell people, if you want to shift out of those negative mindsets and negative thoughts those negative words, speak things and do things that feel good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, 100 percent, Candice. And I, it's uh, interesting you brought up the podcast. So, for example... For me, it actually was when I launched the podcast about three years ago, it was really also, I think, subconsciously and then also consciously finding a way to overcome a certain shyness that I had in using my voice. And now a lot of people who think they know me, would have never guessed that. I'm a highly functional (laughs) introvert, if I want to use that label. I'm socially highly functional. You'd never guess. I can talk to all kinds of people. Uh, I get very drained quickly. I need to recover then. And I also used to deal with a lot of social anxiety. People will be able to act as if I didn't have an issue with that at all. And I also did quite a bit of on-camera work many years ago, German-speaking market, hosting TV shows, worked as a model and such. So people would have never guessed. However, from childhood, I had this deeply ingrained, limiting belief that what I think doesn't matter, what I believe in doesn't matter. And if I don't talk in a way that how the adults are talking, then I'm wrong. So sure. it was interesting. It's uh, also fun to experience how there are so many different creative ways, how we can, in a way that's joyous. Sure, moving out of the comfort zone might feel a little uncomfortable at first, but you can overcome these I limiting beliefs. I love having these conversations now. I love sharing this content online so other people can learn from the teachings of wonderful people such as yourself. So, this is that's also where I feel that doing is as important as the feeling part. Because oftentimes we tell ourselves, Ha, when I feel better about XYZ, then I will do XYZ or lean into that change. Yeah. The truth is that sometimes we may stay stuck so much in the feelingness of something and the fear of something that we never make the move. But once we make the move and take action and take it again and again, and then these connections form in our brain and these experiences where, oh, that was not so bad or whoa, that was even great. And the more yes. we experience it, our feelings yeah. actually shift.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, that action is definitely the key part to yeah. all of it. I think also taking that leap of faith like you did, getting out of your comfort zone like you said, It's so important to the whole aspect of manifesting your desires. Obviously, we can't, I think Jim Carrey said, it's not like you can just think of something and then go eat a sandwich. He said something like that. If you can't think of your desire and just go eat a sandwich, you got to pursue your desire. And alongside of pursuing your desire, start speaking those affirmations on a daily basis while pursuing and taking action those connecting is going to take you in a level on a level you've never been before
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it really is important to take that leap of faith and don't worry about if it doesn't work out it's going to connect you to what will work out
0: yes and what are you know talking about um positive affirmations what are some tools and Techniques that you use. Uh, I'll just share some that I love myself. I love little sticky notes. I love putting it in my daily planner. I have a physical planner that's full of stickers and affirmations. I love a vision board. I love also you can set yourself reminders on your phone and then whoop, whoop, just pops up. Yeah. Yeah. Any others that you use? I
1: I use all those for sure. But there's something new that I've been using. It's called a digital video vision board. And so you take clips from online and you put them all together. It can be on a plane, you're on vacation, or you're with a group of friends. Make it super fun. Make it a minute-long video for yourself. And also put screenshots of affirmations in there and watch it every night before bed. I really believe in uh, speaking things before bed because obviously when you fall asleep, it goes into your subconscious mind and you wake up refreshed and ready to go. So I love doing this new form of vision boards where it's digital and video. So you just, you're going to sit there every night and watch it and it's only a minute and just let it soak in. start speaking those affirmations as they come up in the video and just tell yourself, everything's always working out for me. Something good is about to happen to me. And then go to sleep. And, I, love yeah. that. <laughs> yes. I will add that to my affirmation tool shed. That's yes. nice. Yeah. That's really fun to do as well.
0: Yeah. Um uh, have you shared this actually
1: also with your audience online? I think I have. I need to do it again because it's definitely more of a commitment I've had I've had in the past two months, but it is so important i think it's so fun too and it's easy to make you just take clips that you see online and put them together and speak affirmations while you're watching it and it just becomes fun it's like the last thing you do at night before you go to sleep wonderful yeah
0: i love as part of your journey candace how your own personal transformation actually in a sense took over in the most beautiful way your social media presence and message and you have a unique way of connecting with your audience and from somebody who's built a really successful big following what is your key to building such a deep and authentic connection with your followers
1: it's those two words being deep and authentic you want to come on screen and talk as if you're talking to your friend and answering people's questions. They have so many questions about manifestation. How does it work for their situation? Making answering their questions, connecting with them in the DMs, making it super personal. I also like to make workbooks and send out to my, my followers, digital workbooks. Yeah, just connecting with them and obviously posting a lot. You wanna be really engaged with your audience and make them feel like You're their friend because you are. You are someone they can come to for advice and things like that. Those are my advice for sure to just, like you said, connect and be authentic at all times, even in times when you feel upset. Tell your audience, today feels really upsetting, but this is how I'm going to get through it. I'm going to say some affirmations. Will you say them with me? Things like that. And people love that. I love watching things like that as well. Those are my advice.
0: Great. And I res- that resonates with me as well. I also like watching and I couldn't people who also share when they're not doing so well and then they share how they move through it or get out of it. And some of the most successful coaches and speakers and leaders, company founders have actually also gained traction by sharing their own deepest truth. And even from places and spaces where it was not all shiny, uh, keeping up with Joneses and people feel when you're real and people feel hope when they see, first of all, they're not alone. Second of all, there is a way to move through this. And here is one option how to move through this. And maybe this can also help you.
1: I totally agree. I totally agree because anyone who follows me today may not know my story. And I want to relate to them or relate to them that I it didn't start out this fancy. It didn't start out with a book becoming an author. I didn't just start like that. There was a journey, there was struggle, there was rejection, there were tough times. And those times created those times created today's moments for me. So it's, it's really important for my audience to know that I, I'm not just sunshines and rainbows. (laughs) I'm a real human that has struggles that just like you. So I want them to know all those things about me.
0: Yes. And it's also important for people to know that it's okay not to be okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to ask for help. And I, that's something I always had to learn. It's okay to say I'm not okay. And I need some help. I need some encouragement. I need a hug. (laughs) Anything like that. Yeah.
0: Oh, for sure. And speaking about times of struggle, you often also speak about mental and spiritual health that comes across. It's central to your message. And I'd love to know from you, what practices do you follow? It could be something new or something you've been doing for a long time, the affirmations aside, but what kind of practices help you maintain your mental and spiritual wellness?
1: Um, definitely therapy. I love being in therapy. I think it's so beneficial to me having to talk to someone who isn't biased to anything. So that's been, that's so refreshing to me. I also believe in having a hobby. My hobby is tennis and I love just playing tennis and not worrying about anything else and just focusing on that. I think that's really helped my journey with spirituality It's connecting with something outside of me that it, it, I'm not really good at it, but it, it is something I really enjoy doing. And I always tell people, find something that you can just enjoy and learn at, whether it's like yarning or taking piano lessons, voice lessons, anything that, uh, ballet lessons. I know some people take that. I think that's so cool. Just do something that's exciting and fun to you because that really helps with your spiritual journey is just getting outside of all the techniques and the affirmations and the mindset. If you connect with something is your hobby or something that you enjoy or you want to get out of your comfort zone and start small, take a hobby, take a class, things like that. And that is going to help you tremendously in your spiritual journey. Yes.
0: And I love what you just said, Candace, to just do something that you love and enjoy and that you said, I'm not really good at it, but you love it. And I think this is so important, especially in our fast paced culture where we are under such pressure. We always feel like we need to perform. We always feel like we need to be really good at something where a lot of people, when they even take up a hobby, it's I need to become really good at reading or doing puzzles or, and if they're <laughs> not, great, hey, it puts someone, no, do something just because you've enjoyed, not competition with others, not competition right. with yourself. Just enjoy being, mm-hmm. just enjoy being. enjoy
1: being. I love that. Yes. Yeah.
0: And that is such a huge contributing factor to our mental and spiritual health. I love that you brought this up, Candace. Yes. Yeah. You have such a radiant presence. I'm so grateful you made time oh. for me today to share about your journey and people would like to learn more about you or connect with you. Where can they do?
1: Yeah. So you can find me on all social media platforms at Candice Nikea, and you can see my website manifestwithcandice.com.
0: Excellent. And I'll make sure to also put that in the show notes. Thank yes. you so much for coming on the show today. I look forward to reconnecting also in real life. Yes, I
1: can't wait. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Hey, everyone! If you're as passionate about transforming your life and reaching your peak performance as I am, I invite you to join my newsletter. Think of it as your weekly dose of inspiration and knowledge to supercharge your journey to becoming superhuman. Start optimizing mentally, physically, and spiritually today. Just head over to superhumanize.com slash newsletter and sign up. Trust me, your future self will thank you.